is up, everybody. Thanks again for joining me for another edition of Bauman's Breakdown. Mike Bauman with you here as always, wherever you're listening to this, however you're listening to this. Thank you so much for checking out the show. Remember, you can follow me on Twitter at MikeVBum, and if you are a band or an artist and you'd like to get your stuff out there, I'd be more than happy to talk to you, get you on the show. You can also check out the show on iTunes if that isn't how you are listening to this at this very moment. And remember, the Podbean app, P-O-D-B-A-N, they are the host server for all of my shows. You can download that app on both the Google Play Store app as well as the iPhone app. And you can subscribe to the show for free on there as well. So there's no reason really for you guys not to listen to this because it's free and it's easy to listen to. But in all seriousness, thank you guys for checking out the show. Hope you enjoyed last week's show with Nomads. Got another fun one this week with a fella that I first talked to right at the beginning of the year. Uh, They had an anniversary show for their band being together, and that dude is Ben Stolitz out of Rossford, Ohio, little suburb of Toledo, my hometown. And Ben's a cool dude. I mean, what's interesting about this guy is he is a singer-songwriter in the Americana folk kind of range, but they also kind of branch into some country, a little bit of rock, some R&B, Got an interesting sound, and, and really, the, the give you a quick background on Ben. This is a dude who kind of came from when he was younger, more of a rap influence. You know, he was he was more into rap and hip hop music, and that's kind of actually what led him into the folk and Americana vein. Um, just just because of kind of like the stories they were telling, and and it was um, it was interesting to hear that when I first talked to him, that a guy who came from listening to a lot of rap kind of got into more folk stuff and over the past sort of six to seven years ben's really been working hard to craft his own voice to craft his own sound and he's gotten a lot of attention over the last couple of years he's gotten some really positive words and reviews from the likes of pop matters live eye tv rock to pigeon among others and since the summer of 2013 so going back two years ben's released two eps dear golden and lost songs and the full-length winds blown cold which was released last summer. And uh, it's, it's, it's really interesting just to see everything that he's been doing this year. He's been doing, uh, doing a lot of touring. I guess you could call it during. Um, he's been doing a lot of touring this last year. Since the beginning of the year in 2015, he's played shows through Ohio, did a run through like Athens, Cincinnati, Dayton, of course, Toledo. Recently, he had a gig in New York where he filmed with his friends over at Breakthrough Radio for the new song, Marie at Owl Farm over in Brooklyn. He performed at the Gladden House for the Nelson Mill Nelsonville Music Festival recently. Gosh, I can't talk again today. I gotta slow down a little bit. So he had a had a gig at the Gladden House for the Nelsonville Music Festival. And then he also had a show in Ann Arbor as well. So really he's been he's been playing all over. Um, additionally to that, Artomatic four one nine, which is something that's been going on locally the last couple of years here in Northwest Ohio. He had a show there. So Ben's been doing the work, man. He's been putting in the work, been putting in the time. And uh, the story that I did for Toledo Free Press, which I'll put the link up to that, you can kind of get a little bit more background into him and his sound and sort of his story a little bit. So I wanted to give you guys a little bit of an idea of who you were going to be hearing this week on the show. I like to mix it up. You guys know I'm a metalhead. I love hard rock and heavy metal. 
But uh, as you saw from the show last week or heard, I should say, from the show last week with Nomads, and and as I've been saying over the years, I've really been getting into more spacey stuff. And and, and even these next two weeks, the shows that you're going to have on this podcast are bands that are completely out of the norm of what I usually listen to. And that's done by design because they're really good people. They play really good music. And whether you're a musician or you're just a fan of music, I always think it's good to kind of take a take a bite off of uh, you know a sampler every now and again and give yourself sort of something new to chew on. You know what I mean? Because it helps expand your palate and it helps you get into different stuff. And I have a lot of respect for anybody who really believes in what they're putting out there and works really hard at what they do. And Ben's that type of dude. He's he's a really good musician. And one thing that really intrigues me as a guy who started out in writing is that when it comes to Americana and folk, there's a lot of storytelling. There's a very sort of a, a really cool storytelling element to a lot of the songs. And and I think sometimes when you're just getting your radio cut, you know, three, four minute song, you know, you, you want to grab people and you want to hook them in. And it's not, it's a lot of times it can be more about the hook or the beat than the actual story. And I've always been a fan of of bands who who kind of have those storytelling type songs, which is part of the reason why I've always enjoyed Miles Kennedy is a songwriter, why I've always loved Corey Taylor as a songwriter. He uses a lot of words and a lot of uh, patterns and stuff that not a lot of other people do. You know, you look at the earliest Slipknot stuff to the Stone Sour stuff. I mean, he he really has an expansive vocabulary. And moreover, he tells stories in a lot of the songs. So it's already something that I've been into in the music that I listen to. So it just kind of feels natural at this point, not only in my life, but in the show to start giving you guys some stuff that's a little outside of, of maybe what not only what I listen to, but maybe what you listen to as well. So Benny Stylitz is the name. You can go follow him on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Benny Stylitz, and it's spelled S-T-A-L-E-T-S. And we actually joke, as you'll hear in our conversation about how to stay his last name, you know, like if I was a guy who had like a really flat Midwest accent. All right, we got Benny Stalitz in this morning on 97.3 The Fuzz. Benny, how are you? That's Benny Stalitz. You can catch him out at JoJo's tonight. He'll be going on at 8.30. Make sure you say hi to Tina. She'll be slinging a margaritas. $5 margarita night, $2 taco night. Go see Benny Stalitz perform a little Americana, okay? Um, <laughs> so we were we were joking about that, but he's a good dude, you guys. And, and the reason I'm putting the show out there at this point is because on – they, they've got something cool going on, and I don't want to sort of give away everything that's that's going to be happening. But this Saturday, August 8th at Iggy's, you know, you guys are all aware of Kickstarter projects and GoFundMe projects, Fund Anything, all these websites where artists, you know, from across the board, whether it's filmmakers, you know, visual artists, photographers, you know, uh, bands – will use these as tools to help raise funds for the album and they'll give like a little kickback to people who help support it. And Benny kind of had a different different idea about that and it's tied into the show that is going to be this Saturday, August 8th at Iggy's. And the doors are at 8 p.m. for that show. So there's there's kind of a different twist on that and that's part of the reason why I wanted to wanted to do this show this week. Let you guys know that he's going to be playing there. So if you're in the northwest Ohio, southeast Michigan area, make sure you go down to Main Street on the east side, right over the bridge, literally up like three, four blocks. Iggy's on the right-hand side. It's a cool venue. It's going to be a fun time, and the show starts at 8 o'clock, and you're about to hear the cool angle. Uh Uh-oh, little tie-in, little teaser there. That's what we call it in the biz, kids. 
So without further ado, I'm going to shut my big yapper and give you guys my conversation with Benny Stolitz of the Benny Stolitz Band. Here it is. Well, I think the last time I talked to you, man, was probably like... Probably like January, I think, when you guys had your your one year anniversary show for the, for the band. How how's 2015 treating you so far, man? Uh, pretty good. Um, I played a few bigger shows, and I've said it's been pretty good. I'm just aiming to do more before the year's over. Yeah, because you did like a little mini run in Ohio, and then um, recently you did what, the Gladden House at Nelsonville Music Festival, and you did a gig in New York, Ann Arbor, you played Artomatic, I mean, you've had a lot of shows lately. Yeah, I mean, uh, Nelsonville is definitely the biggest of them so far, Uh, and then in October I plan to go out for a month, and all over east of the uh, Mississippi. Oh yeah, really? I mean, what are you doing? Like the whole? Um, you gonna do like East Coast or just just East of the Mississippi in general? Um, just East of the Mississippi in general, all the way. Hopefully, you know, I have a show booked in uh, New Hampshire, but there's still like a few more, quite a few uh, dates to fill. I mean, half the month, a little more than a little under half the month is still open to be booked, so. It's, it's kind of just going everywhere as far south as far east takes us now is it is it you and will and, and Jordan will all, will all three of you guys be going or or be just you it'll be just me I can't afford to uh, take the band too far yet though I did just purchase a new van it's uh still costs a little bit of money to drive that thing and then you know you gotta pay the band and stuff like that so soon hopefully it'll be packed full of Sweaty guys. <laughs> yeah, I saw that that you got you got a, a new van, huh? Yeah. How how is it as far as uh, as far as hauling your stuff? I mean, you you're able to get. I mean, like what was it like an Astro or is it like a Windstar? What are we what are we talking? We got a uh, Chevy G20 uh, 90, uh, 95. It's pretty awesome. It's pretty big. I can fit. Well, there you go, man. You can just tra- travel the country in the van. You know, you got room to sleep, right? Yeah, that's the idea. The back, uh, the back bench folds down into a bed. <laughs> oh, really? It's one of those. It's one of those big vans. Yeah. Okay. Okay. It's, it's badass, honestly. <laughs> Well, in all seriousness, man, uh, I'm, I'm glad you reached out to me. Um, unfortunately, with, with the paper closing and everything, that was kind of a bummer. But um, locally, there's still there's still people like Peapod, and, and uh, there's still like Toledo.com and the city paper and stuff, which is cool. So I'm glad yeah. there's some some people locally who are still kind of keeping track of the music scene. But um, but yeah, this this was something I did. I, I started uh, a few years back, and and just to kind of give people sort of the long form version of some of the the conversations I get to have with with uh, cool people like yourself. So so yeah, man, when you got in touch with me, I I, I absolutely wanted to uh, to do something, and I and I'm sorry I had to reschedule initially. Thursday just ended up being kind of a, a crazy day. So no, it worked out good for me. I just had some shit going on too, so I'm thankful that you had to reschedule. 
Well, for this, for this, uh, these these last couple of months, I mean, we mentioned you you played a lot of shows and stuff. Um, and for people that don't know about about your story, um, the first time we talked, it was kind of cool just getting to know how you came into sort of folk and Americana in general. I thought it was interesting when we talked, like at the beginning of the year, that a lot of it initially was was kind of rap music, which which kind of helped get you into into this realm, which I think just kind of goes to show how certain music you're you're called to you know what i mean like there's it's it's funny how like um like i'm a big metal guy and and even even randy Bly from from lamb of god like grew up kind of like a, a real big like black flag and bad brains and he was more into like the punk scene he ended up being in like a metal band but when you when you look at at all you've done so far the last couple of years ben i mean what's What's it been like just sort of developing your voice and, and coming from, you know, as far as what you were listening to when you were younger to what you're listening to now? I mean, is it, is it kind of crazy when you look at sort of the evolution of where you were a few years ago to where you are now? Yeah, it really is. I mean, I think the uh, finding your voice thing, I think that's like a never-ending process. And uh, beyond that, um, as far as anything I've ever listened to, it kind of... The things that I've liked have always inspired me, no matter what genre I feel like. Um, you know, there's like a sense of everything and the way that I write and the way that I sing and stuff like that. Like, uh, I mean, sometimes I like to let out a uh, 80s hair metal screen here and there if I can. <laughs> Well, I think uh, what's what's interesting with what you have going on right to right now too, in addition to the um, the touring and stuff that's coming up, is you guys recently just started working on the new album, right? Like a, a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Now, how how's that going so far with the band? I mean, are you guys where are you guys recording this one? Are you are you doing this with uh, Steve again? Well, we recorded three songs with our friends uh, Jack and the Bear. And then uh, I released one of them, and then I just realized I just needed to do an album. And uh, so I reached out to Steve, because I liked working with Steve a lot, and I wanted to kind of lay down everything we've had recorded. I think we're going to record, we've had, we recorded two songs with Steve so far. We're going to record, I think, a couple more. And I think we're going to record <clears throat> a few more songs uh, on our own. Uh, the bass player of my band, Will, has uh, equipment at home, and uh, you know some of the more stripped down stuff will be a little bit easier to do at our own leisure, and it'll be a lot cheaper to do at our own leisure. And I think it'll make for an interesting sound uh, while still maintaining some sort of, dare I say, professional level. <laughs> Was that uh, was that Lady Divine the song you're talking about? That is, yeah. Yeah, I checked out that one, and uh, another new one was what Marie was the other one you did. Yeah, that one we just actually recorded, so uh, and I'm really excited about how that one's going to turn out. Yeah, it was cool that uh, when you were in New York, you you I saw the video that you guys did. That was it. Was it the Owl Farm in Brooklyn? Was that what it was called? Yeah, the bar you were yep. at. Now, how how did that work out with uh, with Breakthrough Radio, man? To, to to put that together. Uh, I have a mutual. I have a friend that plays down there and kind of put that one together. And and when was that? Was that just this summer? Yeah, that was 
a month ago, a month and a half ago. So when you... It was when I, uh, went, I flew to Brooklyn and then I drove my girlfriend here. I moved her here. And uh, when I was there, I played a show and I did uh, that video. That's that's cool, man. Yeah, I was going to ask you how that how that came together with uh, the New York show. I mean, how how did the uh, how did the actual show end up going? The show was fine. Uh, I played one more show in Brooklyn a few months prior to that. And that show uh, went fine too. I think uh, New York's a pretty cutthroat town, and uh, you know it's just so big, and there's so many people, and there's so many options every night. I still don't really understand how to make a wave in that ocean, you know. Yeah, I, I, I have, a, I, I would have to imagine that it's pretty, pretty eclectic there, and, and such a huge, I mean, just a, a big difference from Toledo. But, but actually, a guy, uh, Jeremy, uh, Jeremy from Jeremy and the Harlequins, that's like his latest thing now, and they've, they've been in New York the last couple of years it's kind of more of a throwback to like the 50s rock and roll stuff and they've gotten some pretty pretty interesting gigs um like with the the new york dolls i think they've known for a while going back to like i don't know if do you remember we are the fury a few years back it's probably been i remember the name i don't i've honestly never been huge in the Toledo music scene to remember any of the band yeah they they they're so originally that name well. yeah i think they're originally from sylvania and and um They've been. They did some touring. They they had a few shows in Europe um, earlier this year. But um, but yeah, I, I I would have to imagine New York would be kind of would be kind of crazy. But um, but still, I mean, it's I, I'm sure it's also fun as an artist to at least go there and play some shows every now and again and just kind of just to kind of vibe it out because that's the one nice thing I would imagine about New York is it is kind of like I, I there's probably a scene for everything there too. You know. Oh yeah, I think everybody has a spot there. The thing is, I always thought I'd hate New York with, uh, you know, I grew up in a small town. I, you know, I like lots of people, but it's hard to uh, see myself in crowds of huge people. And I was like so intimidated to go to New York. I know the streets are crowded or whatever, but uh, when I got there the first time, I was surprised with how, uh, how peaceful it could still be in a sea of people because nobody gives a shit what you're doing <laughs> and I mean like you could be a garbage can for all they care I mean you're walking past them and they don't think twice about who you are or what you're doing I mean I've had some pretty rough moments in New York where nobody's paid attention to me and I've had some pretty great moments where they have it you know as you're just walking down the street and it's all kind of it's, it's kind of nice yeah, I I have a uh, my my stepbrother lives there, and um, it's on the bucket list for sure to go go to New York City. One of these days, I just have to like kick myself in the ass and make it happen. Um, I love Chicago. Chicago's a lot of fun, but um, I've, I've always been interested to go to New York to see if like if it's like what what you know what you picture it being when you when you're from a place like toledo you know what i mean because i feel like it's kind of like there's been times where i've been on vacation and stuff and you'll meet people from other countries and i i remember when i was really young this guy from like australia saying yeah you know when we came over here we just we just thought everything was kind of like what we saw in the movies with like new york city and stuff you know and sometimes i wonder if when, when you come from a smaller town like you know like toledo or wherever like if 
when you go to New York if it's what you expect or if it's completely different, you know? Yeah. Uh, well, I've, you know, I've been to bigger cities and stuff, but never New York, obviously. And, uh, I, but I went, started, I went to New York four times now, maybe five, I don't know. And uh, it's gotten a lot easier to go there and kind of, I understand the pace a little bit, but I mean, it's like a whole different culture compared to here. Um, and I guess that's kind of the beauty of traveling and learning different things. But uh, uh, before I went to New York for my first time, I was really getting into Seinfeld. So I went over there with the uh, the expectation of it to be just like Seinfeld showed it. And I'd say Seinfeld did a pretty accurate job. <laughs> Now, is not to pry. I don't want to pry into like your personal life, but so did you meet your you met your girlfriend? Did you meet her there in New York? No, I met her on Tinder. No, I'm just kidding. I met her in a, <laughs> at a show uh, in Detroit about almost four years ago. And our story is actually pretty crazy, but I don't want to tell too long of a story because I feel like it'd be too much. You know, I mean, too too much words all at once. But uh, we. Met at a show, we got in a car crash together about a week later on the way home from uh, Dayton, which she drove me there when she went to see her family. She drove me to hang out with my friends. We were just friends or whatever. And then, uh, you know, she got pretty badly injured in the car accident. I somehow made it out unscathed. And uh, I visited her for about a month straight in the hospital and then we hung out a bunch and then uh, you know a few years go by we've always had like romantic interests in one another and uh, since the beginning of this year we started uh, to date again and uh, uh, about for all six of the months that we were dating I was trying my damnedest to get her to move here because uh, we've been you know, best friends for so long and the distance sucked. Then uh, towards the end of it, I was convinced that I was going to move there. And I told her, I'm like, I'll, I'll move there. So I was totally set on that. And then finally she changed her mind. So I flew home to New York and drove her back, which was an extremely crazy experience in itself. Sounds like a movie, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe one day they'll make one about it. So she's so she she got hurt kind of bad. Is she cool now? Does she still have any any like lingering injuries or anything? Or is she okay now? Uh, she says she doesn't have any issues, but I still contend that she has brain issues. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. She's she's fine. She her back hurts sometimes when it rains, but that's about it. Well, geez, that's that's crazy, man. I'm glad I'm glad you guys are okay. Car accidents freak me out, man. Like I can't, me too. I can't, I can't look at them driving by. Last Thanksgiving, real quick, it got really slick, and my my cousins live out in uh, Holland, and we and I live in Michigan, like just over the line, you know. But the roads were really slick. It was like warm earlier in the day. It was like sunny, but then it got cool, and it had rained, and all that stuff like froze. And I was in the car with my brother, my sister, my mom, and my sister-in-law, who at the time was pregnant with my nephew. And they were sitting in the back seat. And all of a sudden, my brother was like, oh, my God, did you guys see that? And it kind of, and we had already kind of been like there. We saw one car that had turned on, on the side of the highway right by Secor coming over where you get to like the Central Avenue, you know, Ann Arbor split. 
and like his car started to kind of wobble a little bit and I was I was legitimately a little nervous you know what I mean because like whenever you're the one that's not behind the wheel you're a little like uh, and my brother's a pilot like so he's usually yeah. in control but but anyway like this SUV of it was like a mom and a dad and like two kids like swerved across the highway and flipped over and they were like upside down on the side of the road and we pulled over and I like froze man and and like it it freaked me out so bad that I like froze and my brother got out of the car and you know my 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 sister-in-law like works in healthcare for a living and, and my mom is a retired nurse so they were both like run into the car and they they were really calm but they were like just call 911 but I I seriously was frozen for like a good 20 30 seconds and luckily everybody was like okay they all had their seatbelts on but that's some that's some scary stuff man i've had some close calls but knock on wood i've i've uh i've not not been in any accidents but that that freaked me out yeah good job that sounds yeah i mean that's scary stuff especially with like little kids dude anything that's that kind of stuff freaks me out but um but anyway, um, well, I'm, I'm glad you guys are. How is she like in the area? Is she she cool with Northwest Ohio? Well, she's from Dayton, so I mean, she's kind of used to. She went to school in Bowling Green. Okay. So, uh, so she's familiar. She kind of got a feel for uh, uh, how this stuff works, but yeah, she's she's fitting in pretty good. She's found a job. And she's you know just she's doing a good job at. Uh, hanging out with everybody and fitting in real well. So, so musically with um, with with this new record, um, how how do you like that from a transition? We go from car accidents to to going right to the new album. That's that's how it's done, Ben. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but for well, a car accident was like three, almost three years or almost four years ago. <laughs> well, well that's one of those things that I don't. There's some subjects in life I try not to touch. You're like, I don't know. I don't know. I guess nothing's just necessarily off limits, but I feel like there's something that I distance myself from. Well, if there's anything that I ever say that makes you uncomfortable, and I try, I try not to pry with with people. Oh no, just you're fine, man. Let me know. Um, but but with the new music. Um, is, is are each of these songs like as you as you're writing this? Um, do you guys do you guys kind of come up with stuff as you're recording, or do you kind of already have the ideas in place? I mean, what's what's sort of the not to ask like the PC like what's your process? But as far as um as far as this album goes, I mean, um, where where are you coming from this time around? Like, are all the songs kind of standing on their own, or is everything kind of like linked together? Is it like a story? Um. Well, your first question was, uh, the songs, uh, do you learn in the studio? And, uh, no, I think the real thing is, is we practice them a bunch and then we play them. We've, I've almost, almost all the songs we've played before we've recorded. And, uh, that kind of is an indicator to see how people will like them or if they'll like them, you know. You know, because some songs you can be so proud of and people are just like, what is that shit? And, uh, so I like, think that uh, most of the songs are kind of tested um but i do like the element of surprise and at least one or two songs in the sums no one's going to have heard before it's released and then uh as far as uh what was your second question oh no my bad dude i i ramble a lot um no it's okay it's fine i'm usually better at keeping up like 
I got lost in my words. No, no, it's cool, man. It's cool. Oh, does each song stand on its own? That's what your question was. Yes. Um, yeah. Yes, that is kind of a uh, thing. I've never been able to like have like a total theme going when I write because each time I write, my overall intention is to make a song seem like it's always been there. You know what I mean? When you hear it, like a familiar song, even though, you know, you've never heard it before. And, uh, therefore, I can't, I don't feel like I can just stick to a, a central theme. But some people can do it really good. I mean, you know, there's lots of great concept albums out there, and that's super interesting to me. But, but to me, that's not my style. I feel like when I write a song, it's like oh, a whole it's supposed to be basically like a book of my thoughts on whatever in the hell I was writing about at the time. Now, with with your stuff, um, for when you when you're writing these things, like uh, as far as the ideas, I mean, do you do you? Because I know I know you mentioned the last time we talked a while back that that you really do enjoy traveling when you get the opportunity to. Um, when when you're traveling and stuff, are you like taking notes when you're out on the road and just on kind of the things that you see? Like, is your writing kind of more observant or personal experience, or is it kind of like a, a mixture of the two things? God, it would be so romantic if it was uh, what you just said. But the fact of the matter is, I always have like a journal with me, and I always like to think that I'm going to take notes, but I never touch a journal when I'm doing one mile on the road and stuff. And if I do, it's always like I, fi- I write and finish the song and I look at the song the next day and I'm just like, wow, that was just, I was being very ambitious and it just came off, you know, like just garbage, you know? <laughs> uh, so what I've noticed is uh, two songs that come to mind that have been about uh uh, trips that I've been on uh, a song I wrote called Caroline and then a new song that I haven't named yet that I will be recording for this album and they both were written I'd say like two weeks or so after I'd been back from a trip you know so I think there's some sort of like reconciling everything that had happened over uh that period of time, I, there just needs to be like a few weeks to buffer or something like that before my mind can kind of come up with like a either a funny way to word it or you know what I mean. It's just got to do something. And, and to this point, you've had uh, you had two EPs, right? Lost songs and Dear Golden, and then Winds Blown Cold, which was which was just about a year ago. Um, was was the full length? I mean, do you feel kind of comfortable in, in 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 the songwriting now? Do you do you feel like you've kind of found your your niche, or, or or is it always something that that's developing? Oh, um, that's a great question. I'd say I definitely know how I like to word things and the angle from which I like to talk. From I mean, although I still try to. Uh, you know, branch out of my comfort zone and see how far I can take the writing. I mean, I love the art of uh, writing, I mean, in any form, and uh, I think I'll always be doing something to change whatever I'm doing, and I'm, you know, I'm just such 
a beginner in this in this world, you know, in the writing world. There's so many people that told such better stories and way fewer words. But uh, uh, as far as my niche, I'd say I definitely stick more to a certain style of music. But, uh, you know, this album, I think, will definitely showcase that uh, I'm, I like electric guitars and I like, uh, you know, guitar solos and stuff like that more. I, I mean, I'm definitely like, what my albums come off as are probably a little bit more gentle than like what live shows are. Like a live show, I'd say, is just God's honest rock and roll, but uh, uh, the album I'd like to be a little bit more precise on, you know? Yeah. So I guess it ends up being more uh, refined, the word. And with with Will and Jordan, I mean, do you do you guys feel like you have a pretty good camaraderie now? Because because I, I just like you just mentioned with the live show, it's kind of more of a rock and roll thing. And and I know that was something you had mentioned before too, where you guys don't just kind of stick to sort of one thing. That you do kind of like to to amp it up a little bit. Now that you guys have been together for for a little over a year now, um, what's what's it like with those guys getting in into the studio? And, um, and and just getting together to jam and record music now. Uh, it's so much so much easier than when I went in to do uh, Winds Blown Cold, which I had. I had all the songs written. I had all the songs learned, but everyone else had never heard any of them, you know? So this time we go in there with a very solid idea of what we want. And also this time I uh, am a lot more uh, conscious of every little nuance and thing I want in the album uh, and how I want it to come off and how I want it to be portrayed I've kind of taken the reins a little bit tighter on it and the band has worked really hard to uh, develop each and every song and Steve's really pushing us uh, to really be on our best game yeah, how is it working with him, man? Um, because I, I know back in the day, I mean, from when they were at OU, uh, him and Dean and those guys in uh, in Mindfish, they they played a lot of shows and have played with a lot of different bands, and so I know he's got a lot of like gigs under his belt and also that experience, like as far as production. But what's what is it like working with him? I mean, what what does he bring out of you that um, that that you wanted to to go back with him again and, and make more music with him? that he doesn't uh, sugarcoat things if he thinks something sucks and he'll just say like you know you need to do it again he's very uh, blunt and I appreciate that I mean I understand why people would be a lot uh, more leaning towards a tendency to sugarcoat things but he doesn't which is nice uh, he just might show us one too many songs of other people he likes during the process so that's my only complaint <laughs> okay, check this shit out. And I'm like, oh, great. No, I'm just kidding. Is that, is that too bad? Well, well, tell me a little bit about this show too, man. And thanks again, dude, for for taking time with me after after uh, a long day. I really do appreciate it, Ben. But um, for this, you guys are using this as a as a fundraiser for this new album. And yeah, I'm um, hoping to uh, pay for at least the rest of the recording with this with this show. Yeah, I mean, what what was it like coming up with, um, or just just 
deciding to do something like that as is as, as opposed to like a Kickstarter or like a like a GoFundMe campaign to have it be a live experience. I thought that was kind of a cool a cool twist on it. Yeah, thanks. I appreciate that. I'm hoping that it goes over as well as I it does with my brain. Uh, you know, the Kickstarter and the GoFundMe things, I think they're so great and I'm not saying it's something that I won't do eventually for, you know, maybe another project because God knows I'm struggling always uh, to fund each and every little project that I set my mind on. But um, with this, the idea was to keep it a little close-knit because it's obvious that my biggest amount of people that listen to my music are here in Toledo still. <clears throat> and uh, I was hoping to have like one centralized place. And, you know, most of my shows kind of are like a little party in their own way. Anyhow, so it's kind of like a party. It's kind of like a fundraiser for the album. You know, I'll be able to play all the new songs and stuff like that. Uh, my birthday is a couple of days after, so it'll be kind of like a birthday, too. Well, happy early birthday, man. <laughs> Thanks. How old are you going to be? 26. You should never ask a woman's age. <laughs> 26 yeah I, I turned 27 this year and I just uh you know you you, you you the nice thing about once you get to your mid-20s you're like you know what uh, it's still I can still say I'm in my in my mid-20s you know what I mean yeah it's, yeah it's like you're, you're, no, you're definitely right that's something I uh I struggle with I'm like what, the f- what am I doing and uh then you're like oh I'm just in my mid-20s <laughs> for a little while um, at the beginning of 25 I could say it's you know my early 20s be pushing it, but now I say mid twenties. I guess that works. <laughs> and the the old adage is going to be playing with you guys as well on Saturday. Yeah, they're they're our buddies. They uh, play a lot of shows with us. And I like them a lot. They're nowhere near the same genre as us, and that's kind of why I like them so much. I'm into a lot of different things. You know, like our last interview, when I explained how I like rap music and stuff like that. This is like I don't know what. I don't even know how they classify themselves, but they what I they always remind me of is like eighties uh pop versus like uh, a little hint of like dubs dub sound and I don't know everything in between. They're they're great. I love them. No, I think that's cool, man. I, I like it when you go to shows and it's not the same the same four types of music all in a row. You know what I mean? It's you know it's yeah. it's nice to see to see bills where where people mix it up. You know, because I think that yeah. happens as you get older too. Like I don't know if you if you kind of find yourself in that spot too, um, but but it's like the last few years I've really kind of gotten into a lot of stuff that I probably wouldn't have listened to even maybe five years ago. You know what I mean? I just think it's sort of natural as you get older, you, you kind of like to check out different things. And I think it helps you musically too, because it, 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 it brings new ideas and new, new thought processes into, into what you're doing, you know? Yeah, absolutely. That's a good way to get into different kinds of music for sure. I mean, I'd say a lot of people that come to my shows are expecting to hear one style of music. And I think originally that might have been how it was, but now they kind of understand that, A, you know, we're like the only kind of people that are only playing this music. We're the only ones around here really playing our own 
brand of music, which is totally fine with me. And uh, so we like to reach out to, you know, different genres and whatnot. It's pretty nice. Well, Ben, I, I really appreciate you taking the time, man, especially after after a long day. And uh, I don't want to keep you too much longer because I know you probably want to get some sleep or just do anything other than, than talk to me right now. So. <laughs> no, no, it's fine. I appreciate it. But uh, so it'll be it'll be Saturday at Iggy's at eight o'clock. And, and your last name, I just want to make sure I say it right for the for the pod too. Is is Stalitz, right? Stalitz. Yep. You said it pretty good. Stalitz. A lot of people go with Stalitz, and I hate that. Stalitz. Stalitz. Yeah, Ben Stalitz sounds like like a like a like a radio guy in the middle of nowhere in Pennsylvania. We got Ben. Yeah. We got Ben Stalitz on today. Yeah, it's funny. I just booked a uh, radio show for my tour in October in uh, Knoxville, Tennessee, and uh, you just made me picture them saying it just like that. Who knows? Maybe they will. <laughs> okay, so it's it's Stalitz. Okay, Stalitz. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Well, Ben, thanks again, my friend. I really appreciate the time, and uh, I hope it, I hope you have a good time Saturday. It's gonna be a really fun time. I mean, you know, even if you know, it'll be fun no matter. What, where you stand on it? Well, I, I'm always, uh, in all seriousness, man, I always like it when I see people doing their own thing and passionate about what they're doing and whatever it is, whether it's music or art or sports or whatever. So, uh, you know, you seem like one of those dudes, so I really appreciate the time, man. Oh, I appreciate uh, you taking the time as well, so thank you very much, Mike. Righty dighty, there you have it. That was Benny Stolitz, singer-songwriter out of Rossford, Ohio. Make sure you go follow this young man on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Benny Stolitz. Really good dude, and so is this band, man. I mean, these guys are are really, really talented. And like I said, they they mix it up. You know, it's not just folk music, especially when you go to the live show. It has more of that rock element to a lot of the songs and and, and and like I said I think what's cool about what they're doing is, um, uh, is while I get on Ben's band camp here it'd be helpful to have that page up um, I think what's cool about they're doing what they're doing with this with this show is you know instead of having it be online they're they're basically going to have everybody come out and have it be one big party and you know the Money that they make is going to go to helping finish off the album, which they're going to be recording with Steve Worsler, who back in the day was in the band Mindfish. They were based in the Athens, Ohio area when they were going to OU. They toured. They played a lot of shows, had a lot of shows with some bigger bands, some national touring bands, I should say. So Steve is is a cool dude. He does recording locally for artists, and Benny Stolitz loves working with them. So this show on August 8th at Iggy's is going to be really cool because it's it's more of a personal way, I feel like, for everybody to kind of help fund the music that they listen to. So I, I, I felt like it was a cool twist and a cool spin to put on the whole fundraising element. And that's not to diss Kickstarter or to diss you know, GoFundMe or any of these. I think those are great too, especially if you are like a national act and you know you have fans all over the world. Benny hasn't done you know some of that touring just you know obviously financially you know he's an independent artist so he's not you know doesn't have the ability right now with his with his life to go 
all over the place and tour. So a lot of his fans are kind of in this region still and in this area in particular still. So this is a cool way if you're in the northwest Ohio, southeast Michigan area, or if you got the weekend off and you're a couple hours driving distance and you, and you really want to check out the show, I encourage you to. It's going to be Saturday, August 8th, presented by Innovation Concerts at Iggy's on Main Street in Toledo, Ohio, 128 Main Street to be exact. Doors are at 8 p.m. and tickets are only $5. And the old adage, as you guys just heard in our conversation, sounds very different from Benny Stolitz and, and the dudes in his band. So it's it's going to be a fun time. And for 5 bucks, you can't beat it. And all the proceeds go to help finishing off the new record. Um, and I would be remiss if I didn't mention the other guys that are in the band with Ben. Uh, Will Dormus and Jordan Halsey. Um, I hope I said Will's last name right and didn't butcher it. Um, but Will Dormus, Jordan Halsey, um, I know there'll be some f- friends that'll probably go on the stage with these guys as well and do some fun stuff. So it's basically, I mean, it's a concert, but it's a party and it's fundraising for the album. You can't beat it. I think it's a great celebration of music. So thank you very much, Ben, for taking the time. I know you had a long day at work. And uh, it was fun talking to you, my friend. So like I said, you guys, facebook.com forward slash Benny Stalitz. Uh, I will put the article up that I did for the free press if you want to get a, get a little bit deeper into sort of the backstory that Ben had. Uh, you know, speaking of stories, man, how about that with his with his current girlfriend? You know, that's kind of a it's kind of romantic, but also kind of could have been a lot scarier. So I'm glad they made it through that accident and uh, are both still here to live to tell the tale. But facebook.com forward slash Benny Stalitz. Follow him there. Also go to soundcloud.com forward slash Ben Stolitz and the Bandcamp page where you can check out the past works like Gold, Dear Golden, Winds Blown Cold, and Lost Songs. It's benstolitz.bandcamp.com. And remember, you spell his name S-T-A-L-E-T-S. So if you're from the Midwest and you got that ah, you have that sort of that Y going into the A in the back of your throat, that yeah, biak, biak, piak. Stalitz, Benny Stalitz, Benny Stalitz. But it's Benny Stalitz and it's spelled S T A L E T S. So benstalitz.bandcamp.com, facebook.com forward slash Benny Stalitz, and soundcloud.com forward slash Ben Stalitz is where you can find all of his stuff. Go check out his music, listen to his catalog, man. It's good stuff. And I really mean that. I don't just say that because these people are on my show. I mean, just, just about everybody that I have on the show are, are people that. You know, are stories that I either set up back in the day when I was writing for Toledo Free Press, and they were artists that I sought out on my own because I wanted to write stories. And if they're on my podcast now, it's because I genuinely want them to be on the podcast. I'm booking it all. I'm recording it all. I'm producing it all. So everybody that's on my show are people that I want on my freaking show. You feel me? I don't BS. I tell the truth. And the truth is that Benny Stylus is a good dude. So remember, the Benny Stylus band. Rounded out by Will Doramus, Jordan Halsey. Will, I'm sorry if I butchered your name, man. Um, D-O-R-E-M-U-S. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty good with with, uh, spelling. Except when I was 12 years old. And uh, I screwed up. I got stage fright in uh, in the spelling bee when I was 12. And it was the regional spelling bee. So, like, you did it at school, right? You did it, like amongst your own sixth grade class so we're talking like 15 years ago and i'll never forget this while i'm talking about punctuation and dormus hopefully i said your last name right dude i'm sorry if i didn't but i was a pretty good speller english writing all that stuff kind of came you know pretty naturally to me boy am i like 
you hear that? Like, I felt like I was getting too close to the mic and like breathing too hard. <sighs> Can you help me? Um, so I'll back up a little bit. Um, <laughs> but uh, I'm just crazy today. But anyway, so I, I, I won the thing at the school, right? And this is like a legit thing. I mean, you guys see it. It's on like ESPN and stuff every year when these kids are spelling like onomatopoeia and stuff. Like this is legit national spelling bee thing, right? And I won it at school and they were like, okay, so now you're going to go to Springfield, local high school. You're going to go to Springfield High School and that's where we're going to have like the regional. I'm like, oh my god. Like I am in the regional spelling bee. What is up? What's up? And uh, the kid who actually ended up – and when you're at the regional spelling bee, I was in sixth grade. You're there with like high schoolers too, man. Like it was like legit. You know what I mean? So we go to Springfield High School. My grandparents, God love them. They supported us in everything. Rest in peace, Gramp. I love you. And uh, he was there. And I remember being on the stage and I never – I mean I had done plays and stuff as a kid. And see, when I was a kid – and I don't want to get off in too many tangents here. I'm already getting off in one and you guys are like, oh my god, what is going to shut up? But when I was a kid, I would do like a couple – I did a couple of plays in school, and it was always more fun doing it for your class, right? Because you're just like making your buddies laugh. But then like when you do it for like the whole school and their parents and stuff are there, you're like, oh my god, this is a totally different animal. I froze up. I did. I froze up big time in those. You guys, I'm not even going to lie. Didn't like it. So sixth grade, post my you know short-lived theater career, there I am at Springfield High School. And I'm on this stage with all these kids from the area. Some of them are older, some of them are younger. I'm just, you know, I'm a little five foot two, twelve year old, right? I got poofy hair parted down the middle, like the McDonald's symbol. I got my glasses on, looking like Dwight Schrute, a young Dwight Schrute from the office. And I'm on this stage, right? And I'm kind of near the front because my last name is Bauman, so I'm kind of near the front. And you know, I'm watching these kids go up there, and they're just dropping like flies, right? So. I got to, I think, my second word. My second word, I'll never forget it, calculated. C-A-L-C-U-L-A-T-E-D, calculated. And that's how you would do it, right? Well, I, I, got, I panicked, you guys. I freaked out. The kid that was like two seats away from me ended up winning the national spelling bee. I think he went to Whitmer High School. I couldn't tell you his name, but I remember when he won it a couple months later because – my parents had the paper, like the Sunday paper or whatever, and I saw this dude just arms up like he just made the game-winning shot. You know what I mean? Just buzzer-beated it like, yeah! He won the national spelling bee in Washington, D.C. And it was funny because these kids were going up, and I could tell they were a little freaked out too. And when they would like miss a letter, you know, you're, you're, you're talking about sitting like next to like the Michael Jordan or the LeBron James at the spelling bee, right? This dude won the whole freaking thing. So he's going, up, oh, done, done. Like they'd be like, you know, I don't know name a word and they'd be like s a d and he'd be like done he'd be sitting there like done they're done so i'm like all right cool i made it through the first round (laughs) and all there was was this big bright spotlight everything else was black you could you could make out like the shapes of people's heads but you couldn't make out any faces and there was this big bright spot like 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 right in the middle of this uh this auditorium and you saw the people in the front very dimly lit, but like a very hot, bright spotlight. This is pre-LED for all you, you know, you inter- internet generation youngsters. This is pre-LED, you know. So we're talking probably $6 an hour worth of halogen just burning your face. You know what I mean? And I'm up there and they give me calculated. You know what I did? I freaked out, like mini freak out. 
you know, because I, I was thinking about that kid over there, right? And I was like, calculated C A C. Wait, oh crap! And it's because that's like it, how it ends. It's like as soon as you mess up that letter, it's like eh. you're not like no, 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 no. Wait, 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 wait. I know how to spell it. I'm just nervous. It's C A L C U L A T E D. I misspelled it because it's kind of a tongue twister. You got the C A L and then the C U L, and that's probably why you guys gave me that word. You're trying to tongue twist me a little bit. I know how to spell calculated. Okay. I know how to spell calculate, but I said C-A-C and I screwed it up. So anyway, uh, that was three minutes of your life you'll never get back. And I got started on that because I was trying to figure out how to say Will Dormus. So Benny Stolitz, Will Dormus, and Jordan Halsey make up the Ben Stolitz Band. Please go check out their show on Saturday, August 8th, this Saturday at Iggy's on Main Street in Toledo, Ohio. You go right across the bridge, and it's a couple blocks up on your right. It's a fundraiser for the new record that they're working on with Steve Worsler. Like I said, a good dude, a Toledo dude, was in Mindfish. Go check out Mindfish back in the day. Really good stuff. And all of the uh, proceeds from the show are going to go to the album. So you will be part of the show, you'll be part of the party, and you'll be part of the good music that's going to come from the fundraising of that party. It's a cyclical, beautiful thing, man. And on that note, I want to thank Benny once again. I want to thank all you guys for listening. Remember, you can subscribe to the show for free on iTunes. There's the Podbean app mobile on your phone for both the iPhone and the Google Play app if you have an Android system. So if you have a Droid or a Galaxy or whatever, Google Play Store, download the Podbean app, subscribe that way. If you have an iPhone, go to the Podbean app on iPhone. I'm an Android user, and the the app that I use for the other stuff that I listen to is called Podcast Addict. My show is also on there. It's a free app you can download as well from the Google Play Store. Really cool, easy-to-use app. I listen to Jay Moore, Adam Carolla, The Crab Feast, all those shows, Girl on Guy with the Aisha Tyler, all my favorite shows, excuse me, Joe Rogan Experience, I listen to via the Podcast Addict app, and I really love it. And as always, you can go follow me on Twitter at Mike V. Bauman. If you are an artist or a band and you'd like to get on the show as well, I'd love to have you and get your music out to people. So thank you, everybody. This Saturday, August 8th, Iggy, Benny Stylitz Band. Go check them out. Also, another band that's going to be playing that's really good. The old adage of their friends are going to be there. Two very different bands, but a very, very good time. Keep the faith and be kind to one another, everybody. Peace.